You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out EasyAgentPro slash podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the In The Lead podcast, wherever you are at. Today, I have a special guest. We have a special podcast. Normally, we do one a month. This month, you folks are fortunate and you get two, which is super slick. I have Mr. Brandon Keen with me chatting today. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for awesome. asking me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Sorry, uh, we had to delay it a little bit. I had a soccer injury and it was difficult to chat. <laughs> it got me winded pretty aggressively, so I had to push it back. But even though it's towards the end of the month, I really appreciate your time coming on. Uh, I'm sure most of you have not heard of Brandon. Uh, I didn't until recently. Brandon is a super agent who has mastered the ways of converting a lead to an actual client, which is something that uh, we've been discussing the last couple weeks uh, on and off in the in the Beatzilla group as well as on our podcast. Um, so, Brandon, if you want to just tell me a little bit about yourself and and let the audience know who you are, and then we can hit the ground running, and I can start grilling you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, like you said, my name is Brandon Keen. I work with Keaton and Company Real Estate in uh, Richmond, based out of Richmond, Virginia, and um, I'm originally from Georgia, outside of Savannah, and I moved up here when I got married. She, my wife is, uh, is from a little small town called Goochland outside of Richmond. And, uh, we, we set up shop around here. I used to, uh, before I got into the real estate business, I used to work at a small private, uh, Christian school as a principal. And then I worked at Chick-fil-A. Um, and so the last, the last job I had was Chick-fil-A. And then I ended up working, transitioning here and did a career change. And, um, I've been loving it ever since. Awesome. And when you, so when you got your real estate license, you started doing stuff, was it, was it something that you just naturally had? Was it something that you just kind of knew right off the bat with the, the personal relationships and that you were able to convert or was it a slow, steady process of just trying to fine tune ways to really make it happen? Well, I, I think that's an interesting question for me. I think that where I learned to focus more on people and, uh, delve into the world of having conversations with people and being okay with conversations um, was a build up to this point. Um, so I didn't just like naturally wake up and, you know, I'm able to talk to anybody, but having the jobs that I've had in the past um, moved me into this direction um, and being comfortable with, with talking with people and solving problems and dealing with objections and things like that. Right. Um, so when I joined the, joined the brokerage here, um, it did. It wasn't. It wasn't very long. It didn't take me very long to jump right in. Um, I started back in in March, um, and I think at this point um, here in July, we're we're about 120 uh, GCI for myself that I brought to the company. Fabulous. Well, they must love having you there then, huh? <laughs> I I love I love being here. Good, good, good. Um, so let's talk. So okay, so let's talk a little bit about if you're willing to give up some tricks of the trade here and, and what's yeah. been successful for you. Uh, feel free to just talk and, and let us know kind of, you know, what are there, are there steps to this process? Do you, you know, obviously follow-up is important and having some type of really good CRM system to kind of automate the things may help you. Yes. What, what's some of the, what's some of the secrets here that are really working for you that people can try and recreate? 
Absolutely, man. Um, I, I'll say this. I think that the, the biggest things that have helped me in dealing with, with people um, and converting leads that are just names and emails and phone numbers in our database where they've clicked on something um, is first understanding that it is, they, that's a real person. Um, understanding that that I have something that can help this person accomplish what they want to accomplish. Um, they have a goal, they have a reason while they're looking and it is, and they have their own story. They have their own, you know, life that they're living in and they've got problems that they need solved and they've got roadblocks in the way. And I really believe that our company and our realtors and our agency can help them remove those obstacles and make a smooth transition into reaching their goals and, and what they have going on in their, their vision and their life. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think first, the biggest thing that's helped me is I don't look at numbers very often as far as uh, prices for homes or values that are out there for commissions and things like that. I, I see people, I see them as people um, and I genuinely want to know about what's going on um, in their situation. And I think that usually um, a person's wall falls down pretty much immediately when they feel that I care about them as a mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you can almost hear it in a conversation when I, when that, that I answer the phone or when they answer the phone after I'm calling them, their walls are, are high in the sky and they are just like, what do you want? Who are you? I'm not giving you anything. I don't want to be sold. And then right after they feel, oh, well, I'm just here to help you. I want to know what's going on in your situation that I can help you with. Their wall just drops and they just let it, they let it go. Um, because people genuinely want to be helped. Right. Um, I think that's the biggest one. And then the, the other two that I'd offer for, for our audience here is um, to follow up, follow up, follow up, and to stay positive. Um, you know, I, I, when I first started my, my, my broker, my boss, he looked at me and he gave me, I think like, I don't know, he, he pulled 200 rejected, nurture, old, like cold, cold, cold leads. And he looked at me and he said, Brandon, there's business in there. And that has been ringing in my head ever since there's business in there. It's in there, you know, and I just have to keep going after it and find it. I mean, these, these are people that are, um, again, that they've, they've rejected us at some point or, or, you know, they're the, it's gone cold because they changed directions in life or something like that. Well, I was able to pull lots of business from there because there's, there's a chance, you know, life, life happens. And, um, more often than not, agents are quitting too soon. They're not making themselves available to the people that really want help too soon. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. It does. It totally does. And we've, we've kind of, it's funny, all the things that you've said, we've, we've recycled on this. I, I'm sure, like I say it every time on the podcast, we're a revolving yeah. record, right? Make sure you're the big one for me that I've seen is make sure your voicemail is empty on your cell phone. 
because mm-hmm. that's the hottest lead in the world is the one that can eventually convert to a really good client is the one that's contacting you. And when you have a full voicemail, guess what you're missing out on <laughs> is a really exactly. smoking hot lead that can convert easily. The other thing, like you said, leads are people too. They're not just numbers. And that was a really big push that we had building the company out was, you know, okay, once you once you get this lead, what do you do with it? How do you nurture them into a sense where you can have an interpersonal relationship with them, whether that be, and, and, and more importantly, you know, how do you do that on a level without ever meeting the person? And the big one right. for us is, is social media. We've always done big pushes for social media uh, and things and things like that. So you, you've nailed it on the head and you've just reiterated this is like the fifth guest we've had on the show that says the exact <laughs> same thing, which Absolutely. is really good. Yeah. Um, and you said, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up and, and try and push away that negativity of it just not happening in, a, in yeah. a time frame that you're ready for, you know, with the follow up, what are some of the tools that you're using f- to make that process a little less painful for the agent who may not have the patience that you do or that I do or something along those lines? Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, the, the last thing I was going to say about the, the mindset is to stay positive and keeping yourself positive in your database is huge. Um, if you, if you've called a lead about, I've got at least three stories just right off the top of my head that I could tell you that I've called someone 10, 12, 15 times. Um, and then today, actually, I set an appointment for a, a listing appointment with someone who I'd called 10 times mm-hmm. and they called me back this morning. Wow. And they actually said, hey, listen, I really appreciate your your effort. Um, you have called me a lot, um, but here's my situation. <laughs> and right. so, you know, it wasn't it wasn't a bad. I mean, they were calling to tell me to basically stop calling them. But then we set the appointment together um, and it was wonderful. It was a good, good. good experience. Yeah, I um, love that. I love it. Yeah, go ahead. Are you setting so the big one for us, like we've, and obviously for easy agent pro, it's a little different. We're a web development company. So we're building websites for agents to help them nail down leads and things like that. For us, uh, a big thing is building out like a specified drip campaign for dead leads. And if a big, I don't know if you do this as well, but for us, what we do is we'll set up, we'll do, you know, we'll have a very basic um, sales pipeline that we've got where we contact the lead. We have a demo with them. We notate how the demo went. Two, three days go by, we call. Another day goes by, we call. On that third and final call, we drop them in what we like to call a dead demo campaign. And it'd be the same for an agent, I would feel like with like a, you know, you take them on a couple of list of showings or something along those lines, or you just contact the lead to send them information. They seem a little hot. Um, and then they just kind of wipe themselves off the face of the planet, right? Um, and it happens. And what we've done is we've set up really nice four to five email long drip campaigns in our CRM just to get that touch in there every week, once a week for four weeks or something along yeah. those lines. Where it's not only are you calling this individual a lot, but once you get to that point where you know it's a nuisance for that individual, then you throw them on that drip where it's just a happy yeah. little email. Hey, no worries. I know, I know stuff happens. It is what it is, but just keep us in mind. We're here. We've got some good deals going on. Let's talk. So there's that type of process as well. Are you guys doing anything like that to try and convert a lead over to a full client? Yeah, absolutely. And, and our, uh, our CRM, we, we have several campaigns that we use for um, each stage that they're in. Perfect. Um, whether it's a hot lead, warm lead, or a cold lead, or nurture lead is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when, when they hit, it, usually it takes about 30 days for them to get to the nurture if they've not responded to us. Um, 
And then once, so we're reaching out to them at least once a week until 30 days hits. And then once that happens, then we reach out um, once a month for about, I don't know, 90 90 days or so. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the drip is for a year. I think it's for 12 okay, months. Okay, great. And then um, do, you have it, do you have it like email or text out heavy and then just store, sort of like pewter off to like nothingness towards the end of the year? Or is it like a specific like twice a month this happens or however often you do? Or does it, it fail? It starts off twice a month and then it goes to once a month until awesome. the year. Yeah. And not that that makes or breaks it, but I, it's funny to see that the similarities are there. Um, mm-hmm. How valuable do you think it is to have that system set up in place before you start actually generating leads and looking for stuff? I think that's extremely valuable because it's, it's very, very valuable to have set up before you're getting, you need something to manage the massive amount of leads that you're bringing in. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think it's huge to know, even if it's just something that you can build off of, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have to be perfect but it just needs to be something that there is at least a, a plan in place for what's going to happen with the lead. If I call them multiple times and they don't answer mm-hmm. um, and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, I totally agree. So t- let's give us some more. We need some more tips here. I'm feeling it. Absolutely, so you, you're, man, doing I got a, you. <laughs> you're doing a massive, con- you're doing a lot. I mean, really you're doing a large scale conversion on a, on a monthly basis. It seems like even weekly. So what, you know, what things are you implementing? Are there any tools that you're doing other Absolutely. than just the CRM or what's going on there? Yeah. So um, I would say that my, my biggest tool is leveraging the buyer's consultation. Um, again, I, my mindset is that it's about people. It's not about homes. Um, if, if there's any business that we're in that it's not about the product, it's this one. Um, because yeah, I, like I said, I told you, I used to work at Chick-fil-A, um, and they ingrained in me to, you know, be a service minded individual. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, they're selling chicken. Right. They, um, they need to pass units through that drive. That's right. That yeah. there's, there is a product there. Well, this one, there's no product. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here as a service to help. I mean, it just blows my mind. We're here to help people with their stuff um, and to make sure that it's a smooth transition and that they're protected and taken care of. And so it's a genuine service for people. So my, I love the buyer's consultation or a seller's consultation or just meeting with an agent because it initiates the relationship mm-hmm. um, and then it provides that opportunity for relationship. So my most of my day is dealing with objections um, and just common things that people are going through. And again, trying to break down their walls. So I, I use a, a couple scripts. Um, one of the, one of the scripts is the ALM script, which is, it's kind of, it's a little bit easier, a little bit quick paced, and you're not gathering as much information from them. Um, you're just setting an appointment because they've asked for um, a property. You know, that's, that's a pretty, pretty quick one. They say, Hey, I want to see this property. Well, you get the appointment in the time. Um, and you just say, you know, what time would you like to go see it? And so they let you know, and then you start asking questions about what their motivation is. Why did, why is this home important to you? Um, but that is, uh, that's a, I don't use that script as much because it doesn't happen that way that often I'm dealing with people that are more, they're a little further out, okay. um, six to 12 months, maybe because they've clicked on our site. Um, and they, you know, they're just interested in looking. So uh, the biggest objection that I get is that it's just, they're just looking. Um, and this one's my favorite because, 
it, that's what we're here for. That's what I exist to do is to help them find what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they tell me that they're just looking, it's like, yes, this is golden. Um, and I say, uh, well, that's great. You know, let me, what can I do to help you look or tell me a little bit more about what you're looking for. Um, and so the reason why I ask that question is because it opens up the, the wall, it drops their wall down and allows them to just tell me all kinds of things that they want in a house. Um, I'm not, I'm not trying to sell their house. I'm not trying to get them to buy anything. I'm just having a conversation with them. And they're, they're just telling me the things that they're looking for. So have opening, opening your conversation with somebody that's a whole lot less direct and in their face is very helpful when it comes to these types of leads that we're receiving. Mm-hmm. So just looking. Um, yeah, that's a good one. one. And you know what it is too, for me, and for, forgive me for using this term, I use it a lot in real estate, you know, it's sexy information that you're giving the individual. Yes. You, they don't want to be, they don't want the second you meet them. Oh, are you, are you part of the VA? Uh, is this your first home? Uh, <laughs> have you gotten a loan before? Have you sold your house before? There, that is a one way ticket to having that person beeline for the exit. Right? That's right. So the more, the more time you're taking, I totally agree with you. The more time you're taking to just go, Oh, you're just looking cool. Check this out. Right. Doesn't right. really, you don't have to have this set in stone price point. You don't have to ha- even have a set in stone area really with that. It's an open-ended question that allows you to, like you said, connect with the customer and exactly. get the idea going of what they truly are looking for, which I, I dig a lot. All right, go on to the next one. I just want to chime in on that one. I thought no, that you're one. great. That's exactly right. Um, so Real quick here, I give a couple of general tips and just when you're on the phone, maybe this will help some people. What I found is that people, um, when they're on the phone, they're, they don't know what to say. And I'll be the first one to tell you when I first started that if somebody gave me an objection, like um, I'm working with an agent or something like that, if I didn't know what to say, the conversation just ended. You know, it was just like I, I had no way of continuing to open up or continuing to let that relationship relationship go. So what I did was um, I got some tools. And so I'd like to offer these tools for you guys. Um, These are extremely helpful for me. So I'm just going to run down them real quick. One is avoid using the word just. Um, Whenever you use the word just, it just puts you in a box. (laughs) There you go. Um, So you're you're cornering yourself. You you want the conversation to open, not close. Um, So that would be an, uh, an easy one to avoid. I remember when I first learned that, I... I heard myself say the word just so many times. Um, so avoid that. Another one would be avoid closed or either or questions. So are you looking here or here? That would be an example. Um, again, what you're done is you've put yourself in either one of those categories. And whenever they decide, oh, well, I'm, I'm in neither one of those categories. So I don't, I don't need to work with you at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be one. Another one is, um, these are a couple of my favorites. One is a, use the word, um, strategies. Nice. So, and I, and I would actually specifically say, make sure you're using the word strategies. It's something psychological when you're talking to somebody, uh, when, when they, a lot of the people that we're interacting with, they think that they have all of the tools that they need to be able to accomplish their goals. Well, we know as agents and, and, and realtors that, that we have something more to offer them than just a Zillow or realtor.com. 
So I opened the, the conversation with them by saying, okay, well, tell me some of the strategies that you're using to find a home. And what they'll do is they'll say, oh, well, we're using Zillow. And I'll say, okay, great. What else are you using? And they'll say, okay, well, I'm using realtor.com. And I'll say, that's awesome. What else are you using? And then basically they'll run out of things that they are using. And that's forward pacing the idea that I have something else to offer. You know, it's, it's casting doubt on their mind of what they think that, that they all that they need to do in order to get what they want. And then I'm going to provide the answer, the tool for them to be able to get further in their, in their search or in their goal or finding their home. Um, and in, in this case, we usually offer off-market listings. Um, so, so yeah, that one's one of my favorites. It's, it seemed to work really well. If you, if you ask them, what strategies are you using and then allow them to tell you, and then you provide the, the other strategy that they didn't even know existed. Um, and then I was going to say, I, I don't know how much time we have. I, I wanted to oh, say, keep cruising. You're making my job <laughs> super easy, dude. Keep <laughs> great, man. That's great. Uh, I, I think it's important for people to feel like they're the hero of their story. Um, we, we are just servants here to help them along in what they're, what they're doing. And so, you know, I, it's not about me when I'm on the phone, you know, sometimes it's a, people think that it's good to relate and relating with people is great, but they don't really want to hear about me and my life story. Right. They want to they want to know about what's going on in their story and how I can help them in theirs. And so especially with the with the method I was talking about earlier about using strategies, if they say, oh, well, we're using Zillow, we'll applaud them for that. Well, Zillow is a great tool. That's awesome. Good job. Good thinking. You did a good job there. Um, what else are you doing um, again? So that's just an example of of encouraging them in their already strenuous walk about whatever is going on in their life. Um, and it helps them trust you a little bit more. You're building trust with them so that you can bring home that, that, that answer that they need. Well, our agent's going to be able to help you in ways that you didn't even, you didn't even know. And it's going to be awesome. Mm -hmm. So be enthusiastic about talking to them about what they're doing, how they're interacting, and then how uh, definitely be enthusiastic about what you have to offer for them um, because it's really gonna that's what's gonna bring it home is you you believing in what you do and what you have for them mm -hmm. um, so yeah I, yeah I love it um, coming cu full circle with the idea of making them the hero of their own story yeah you know a lot of leads that are nurtured into clients you know, the re they're not just going to you because they need, you. they can get a house without an agent. They're going to That's you right. because they need somebody with expertise That's right. Um, when it comes to purchasing or selling a home. And it's a very stressful situation. And one of the things that can kind of stress out an individual to the point where they either run away from the entire situation or just don't convert is if you're using language that can almost, I don't want to use the term belittling or belittle mm -hmm. them, but can make them feel inferior to obviously somebody who went to school for this or got their degree or their, their license in real estate in comparison. So mm -hmm. one of the, one of the ones that I learned is another good verbiage switch that you can do to help the individual understand your, your ideas and thought processes without coming off as, um, 
a little too intense, I guess would be the best term. Uh, one of the big ones, instead of using the term cheaper, this is the cheaper alternative, use the term more, this is more cost effective. Absolutely. Switch something along the lines a little bit like that. That's going to make, that's, you've converted them into being the hero. Cause I guarantee you, they're going to say that same term to their family member when they're comparing house prices, when they're exactly. comparing whatever you're recommending them to do, you know, um, home, home inspectors, insurance, house insurance, uh, you know, every, the roofers, the whole nine yards, when you're giving them that information, when they're purchasing a home or selling a home, always use that term. This, this one's going to be a much more cost-effective solution. And then they don't feel like, well, you're giving them the, the cheapest thing or the crappiest thing on market. You're giving them one that helps them actually save money. You're doing them a favor. You're doing them the service of doing the job. So I a hundred percent agree with you with the idea that having that mentality that you're not the hero in this situation. Even if you did save them $80,000, exactly. you're not the hero. They're the hero of that situation because they picked you. They made the right financial decisions. And in turn, you all you did was just hold their hand through the process. So I love that idea. I think that's, that's really, really strong. Uh, yeah. A lot of agents don't have that mentality. Same idea with they're not numbers, they're people, right? That's a really tough thing for a person to understand in sales in general. Not just, like you said, yeah, we're selling chicken through the door, but that girl at the, at the drive-thru doesn't have to ask me how my day is going, but she does. Right. right? right. And you feel a little better about it. So it's the same idea. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I really love Absolutely. that. You got any more, any more tricks, any more secrets? Uh, well, I was going to say that, that the, uh, the other biggest thing that I've seen, even just within our own brokerage and, and the agents out there is, and hopefully this will be helpful to our audience here is one of the main objections that we have um, is that they've already have an agent. They're already working with someone. And so I was just going to share with what we do, if, if that's all right with you. Absolutely. To work through that. And, and um, when someone first said that to me, I just said, okay, great. Well, I hope, hope all's well. Good luck. And I click and the call is over. And now I do something a little bit different. I offer them, um, you know, excitement for them and their journey and what they're looking for. Um, I make sure that they have or have not signed a contract with that agent. And then I ask them, hey, would it be okay with you if I just checked in with you next week just to make sure you've been taken care of? Nine times out of 10, they say, absolutely. And I would just encourage you agents out there with this. You have value you have value. And what you're doing out there is offering them your value. When it comes to the clients out there that want to find a home, again, this is their story. This is their journey. And, and you are going to be a part of that or not. You can, you can show them your value by, by being available, offering your services, being helpful, um, and serving them even when you don't get paid to do it that's what's going to show them something different. And I, I guarantee you that's what's going to win. That's what's going to make you win in this market is showing them that you're willing to serve them um, in ways that they didn't even know that they needed to be served. So that's what I, that's what I got for you on that. Perfect. Um, yeah. I, that, I'm learning something new. I used to be that, that guy that just go, okay, thanks for your time. <laughs> you know exactly. um yeah it's tough it's a tough break um do you have any tips because where you're located i'm sure it's a pretty pretty busy market everywhere is busy these days but when you're talking about like a hyper inflated market like new york 
California, Florida, Texas, Dallas, um, places like that. What things, if you're a new agent just stepping into this, you know, dog eat dog world, what are some tips that you'd recommend for them as far as their follow-up procedures aside from what you gave? Is there anything different that you would change? Um, you know, any ideas that you could give them or better yet, you know, you were a new agent at one point, and like you said, the broker basically ripped out a phone page and said, here you go, figure it out. Um, right. you know, through your, through your trial and error, are there any other things that you'd recommend right off the bat for these people to really focus in on and hone in on when it comes to their conversion? Yeah, absolutely. Um, this, this quote really, really stuck, stuck to me um, because you're going to, you're going to hear objections every single time you, talk to someone, even someone who's open to wanting a, an agent at the time, they've got, you know, they don't, they're not sure about what's the process is or what's going on. So they're giving you objections. Be mindful that objections are not rejections. They are invitations for more inf- information. Um, I'm going to say that again. Objections are not rejections. They are invitations for more information. And when it comes to people are tired of the market, everything's oversaturated. I mean, any objection that you come up with, you need to remember this. It is a person that you're talking to. You are building a relationship with them. You need to just listen to what they got to say and then offer up your services to help them in any way you possibly can. Um, One of the other scripts that I use is called SPIN. SPIN starts with their situations. So you ask questions about their situations. Tell me about, tell me more about what's going on. Tell me more about your situation. Tell me more about um, what your experience has been so far in your search for a home. These are, these are huge questions that allow the door to just swing wide open for them to share with you anything and everything that they've been doing up to this point. Um, Being available to, to listen to what they have to say is you're, you're going to start winning. It may not pay off immediately, but it will pay off in the long run. You make yourself available to people knowing that it's about relationships and in, in the long run, it's going to pay off. I, I know that it, even within our own brokerage, um, I think our, our, very, our broker, our principal broker has a story about a guy that um, he's got a relationship with that he's never bought a house from him but he's got more business from that person, more referrals from that person than, than anybody else that he's had so far. Um, and he's never even bought anything with him. Mm-hmm. So it's that stuff like that's powerful. You never know. It's all about, again, it's all about building relationships. It's all about knowing people and experiencing people and helping people and talking with people. Um, and that's what, if you get that in your mind and you stay positive, it's gonna it's you're gonna win perfect i think that's a perfect way to end this old uh this old podcast that was perfect thank you so much brandon for being with us today uh i hope you don't mind i'm gonna link your website on the bottom with the comments so people can take a look at what you're doing on your site and see how it's going uh i'll also if brandon doesn't mind i'll happily put his email down so if you folks have any questions for him he'll be more than happy to take care of him i don't mind at all you guys feel free to reach out and it is my pleasure perfect i really appreciate your time uh, this went so well, I will probably have you on for more <laughs> uh, in, the ne- in the next several months coming. We kind of pick a topic and roll with it. 
Um, if you folks have any questions, please call us at 1-800-327-6623 or email us at sales at easyagentpro.com for more information. We'll be happy to help you. Um, if you have questions for Brandon, I will pass them along to him and get him in contact with you as well. So thanks again, Brandon, and we will chat soon. Thank you, man. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.